Yes, yes. Welcome to the City Eye Podcast, episode 50. The big 5-0. We've made it to 50 episodes of this podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rothwell, and I'm with my co-host, Lewis Brown. How you doing, bro? I'm all right, bro. Well, I'm not all right. I'm ill. Yeah, you, you're, having a, you're having a bit of a... I'm ill. I've mean, got a flu, in it. The flu time. <coughs> so you gave me coughing bear. Apologise. That was a sympathy cough, then, wasn't it? That, that, was. that was kind of that was like a cough to say, like, yeah, I am ill. Yeah, I got that. I got that flu in it. Not not great news, bro. That was that was your proof cough. But um, yeah, other than that, I'm, all right. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be podding. Yeah. Um, we got a guest on. We did a pre-record before, so that that'll be interesting for you guys. Um, but yeah, yeah, pretty decent, pretty decent. What do you want to talk about? Well, what's on the schedule for today's uh, podcast? Uh, we've got City Sheffield, obviously yesterday's game. Mm. Uh, for people listening, it's probably two days ago's game, whatever. Uh, we've got the draw at Palace. No, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> which we could very much. I'm not. Very much. I'm not actually not talking yeah, about. We can, can we just pretend that? There's, there's other podcasts out there. I'm sure we've covered that game. I ain't talking about it. We're <laughs> <You wanna, laughs> diverting traffic now. Yeah, diverting that traffic. Isn't yeah. Um, for them toxic people who just want to listen to the draw and listen to City get, get shot on. Mm. Um, <coughs> um, and then we've got what makes a successful season with with. Our guest, mm. but that's what's coming up on the podcast, isn't it? So for the people that listen and get a, a, a quick preview, isn't it? Mm. That preview thing, that preview thing. Talk to me, bro. Sane going, Sane staying. Sane going, isn't it? Reckon. Yeah. Hundred percent confirm. I got his deets. Is it? Spoke to him in Arndale. Is it? Is that what it is? Met him in Arndale, isn't it? For that Starbucks. What, what, why did you meet your Starbucks? Yeah, yeah just chatting. Isn't it? Is, it, it, is this a regular occasion? Yeah, you listen to the poddy, innit? Is it? Yeah. Now, obviously, you're going in it, but I don't even know what we're doing anymore. I don't. I actually, I'm actually like these last couple of weeks. I've been proper demotivated, like proper, just bit can't be arsed with City at the moment. Just because, like, I just feel that we've caused all our own issues, and people will say, "Yeah, we've got injuries," and yeah, we do have injuries, but. We're just like, I don't know, I don't know if anyone else feels like this, just a bit, a bit meh. A bit, a bit disjointed from football, kind of like, Yeah, I, I suppose. can't so really well. be arsed watching it. Can't be arsed watching football in general, the VAR's just a load of shite, um, you know, just everything's a bit shit at the moment in football, isn't it? Like, just everything, like the ticket situation at Old Trafford, you know, with the 8,000 oh, being yeah. reduced to 3,000, you know, it's just... Everything just recently just to piss me off, and <laughs> I think, I think as well because 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 we're match going fans, I think a lot of these things like that I'm moaning about are, are worse if you're a match going fan, like because like the VAR, like when you when you watch it on TV, I keep saying like bare times, didn't it? Like I've said it again, but when you when you watch VAR right and you on and you're watching it on TV, it's it's bad, obviously, because it takes ages, but it's not as bad because you're seeing what's happening. You can see what's going on. He's watching it? the replays. Yeah, yeah. And you pretty much know straight away that it's happening. Whereas when you're in the stadium, you don't know what's going on. See, I, I still... I, you I, have no idea what's going on. I still stand by what I said last se- the season on the pod. The fact that if you're a stay-at-home fan watching it on TV, you're in a much better position than match-going mm. fans, which it shouldn't be right like that. No. As a match going fan, you should have a upper hand kind of thing on people that watch it on TV. I, I, you get I, experience and you get to know what's going on. I agree, but I also think, what is the point in celebrating a goal? 
I know it is actually what is the point because they review every single goal they've said that the Premier League uh, the Premier League have confirmed that every goal that is scored in the Premier League this year they review to see if anything's wrong with it offside fouls etc etc so or handballs so what's the point look at the West Ham game the other day against Sheffield United when Declan Rice handballed it and it was a stupid it, it, it literally you know he couldn't do anything about it it wasn't a handball no one even complained about it last minute equaliser West Ham fans going absolutely mental ruled out off uh, handball what is the point in celebrating goals people say yeah don't be stupid though you still celebrate no 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 I'm not being stupid I'm saying what's the point because actually all that happens is you get fuming you get fuming not good for your health, mate. No, it isn't good. Like like the Tottenham game last year. Yeah. Yes, the right decision happened, but what you know what I mean? I I was so fuming as a way out. I was punching the wall, innit? I wasn't punching the wall. But I felt like punching the wall because it's just it's just not nice. VAR needs to get in the bin, mate. It's just not good. I was thinking about this on the way home, right? I would. I I think. Um, to be fair, I wasn't for VAR anyway. I was against VAR, so this isn't even my fault that this has even happened. Like, <laughs> it's the VAR wanters, and you know. But I, I, I'd much prefer just to go back to how it was. I, I'd prefer to go back. And if a, if it, I, the, 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 the reason is, I'm prepared to accept the mistakes because mistakes are still happening now. I remember the problem is football is a game of opinions. So even if they've, they've created this rule of uh, what's the rule, uh, clear and obvious, yeah. It's clear and obvious Which by the way They've not even stuck to No They've not even stuck to this rule of clear and obvious So that's If, you're, if you're zooming in on pixels It's not clear and obvious Exactly this, So this is problem number one Is that they said that they were only going to do things For clear and obvious decisions And then they're not doing that So that's problem number one But What you might think is clear Someone else might And obvious Someone else might disagree So Did you see the David Luiz sending off yesterday Against uh, Chelsea I, I didn't see it I don't know if anyone's seen it Who's listening but Yesterday, uh, Tammy Abraham went through on goal. Yeah. Um, like he rounded the keeper, about to tap it in, and David Luiz fouled him in the box, gave him a penalty, right? So the double jeopardy rule is that if you go for the ball, then it's only a penalty and a yellow card. Because otherwise you're given a penalty and you're getting sent off. Yeah, you're getting murked. You're it? getting murked. But if you don't go for the ball, it's a red card, you still get a red card, so you can't just like you have to hack someone down and it just Yeah, just, yeah. Right? So I, I saw it yesterday and I didn't I didn't think he went for the ball and even if he did go for the ball my opinion that he knew he was never going to get the ball so I, I, I believe the red card was the correct decision Alan McCoy on the radio this morning nah wrong decision should have been a yellow so what I'm saying is I'm, I'm looking at it going I think that's pretty clear the referee thinks it's pretty clear he's gone for a red card but Alan McCoy and other people on, on, on TV and on the radio are saying nah he thinks it's the wrong decision because he went for the ball I'm like well you know there'll, be, there'll be people that could be listening to you so who don't agree with you. VAR you know I mean? isn't going to help this situation. Everyone has a different opinion. Because everyone's got a different opinion. So yeah. what are you going to do? Like VAR does not help that situation. Yeah, VAR inconclusive, we can't yeah. decide. Well, it's just pointless because you're not, you're not making the correct decision. Football is about opinions and that's why the only things that really work are goal line technology because it's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact if it went over the line or not. It's a fact, mate. It's a fact. And stuff that it could... You know, it it could actually legit help on like is a is a ball is a ball gone out for a corner or is it a goal kick? It can't actually review. Like the penalty yesterday is the keeper off the line. They, they've de- they've decided why have they decided this. VAR is not allowed to review that. VAR, why though? 
don't know. Because it reviews everything you else. You know why? Because they know for a fact that if they reviewed it, they'd have to they'd have to have a load of penalties retaken. But yeah. hey ho, guess what would happen? Keepers would end up staying on the line. That's what would happen. Because they fo- know that if they come <laughs> off the line and saved it, they'd have to retake it, so they'd end up staying on the well, line. The, the, the thing is, right, they're saying that, oh, they'll, they'd all have to be retaken, but if a keeper comes off his line, it should have to be retaken. It's the rule. Do you know what I mean? So they're pretty much saying, yeah. we don't want to bring it in because no one abides by that rule. But yeah. but everyone's seen the screenshot, innit, mm. of, of the linesman. Mm. Why is he not seeing that? Yeah, I just think it's a joke, mate. Honestly, that's... I just don't think anything VAR-wise works, and I, I don't think there's any point in celebrating goals until they've been confirmed, and by that time, it's too late. You see, I'd like, I'd, I I don't think... I mean, it might be... I, I, I don't think there's, there's, there's a fan out there who can say that VAR hasn't affected his celebrating of goals, mm. because surely it has. I mean, it has for me. Mm. It definitely has for you. When we go to games, isn't it? It's hard, isn't it? Because you kind of celebrate a little bit, but then you're like, oh, VAR... You kind of it, like it's like your brain forgets for a millisecond, and you remember VAR exists. Yeah. So then you kind of like, oh, and then you wait in, and mm. then you kind of do like a little sympathy ch- at the end of it. You're like, yeah, you know what mm. I mean. It's just, it's just, it's just shit. Isn't it? I just don't like. It. I, I, I want to go back to the way it was and just accept the poor refereeing decisions, which it, we're still getting now anyway. We're still getting poor refereeing decisions. We're still getting poor <laughs> VAR decisions. I want the handball rule to be sorted out. It's not difficult, but they keep on fucking it up all the time. Like, what is the handball rule? Explain it to me. Why? Why is it that the ball can hit a defender's hand in the penalty area and nothing happen? Yet the ball can bruise some guy's elbow and. We could rule out a goal. It's, it's, it doesn't make it, sense. It's barbaric, mate. What it is. Who makes these rules? This is what I'm saying. People people make these decisions in these rules. You don't even know anything about football. These people I don't I don't know who makes these who makes the rules? I don't know. Why don't I know who makes the rules? I should do. But no, I don't know because who is it? You know what I mean? Who makes these rules? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. And then you've got people like these people it it's just the whole fo- football is corrupted, right? It's corrupted because it's a business now. This is why you've got Europe, uh, UEFA doing this fucking Euro Euro twenty twenty everywhere in, the, in in Europe. You know what I mean? Like it's not in one place. Oh yeah, they're trying to get about. It's everywhere, everywhere yeah. but then the last few games are at Wembley. Well, what what is this? You know I mean, do you think of the fans here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, what about if you're a fan who's got to go to one country, then the next country, then the next country? Like, no, they want the pee from all the countries, innit? Like, you're not thinking of the fans, there, are you? No, you're yeah. not thinking of the fans. It's just, everything's just, just, at the moment, everything's just really bad. It's like really negative. And that, so that's obviously impacted me. City are making stupid decisions at a higher level, like letting company go, not replacing him, um, not sorting out this Sane situation. Um, and then. Pep's annoying me a little bit with the formations. Like he'll, he'll, he seems to find something. We look decent, and then he'll go and change it. Yeah, he flirts with things, doesn't he? Yeah. He'll so, like, oh, this is good, so and it's working good. Then he'll go, oh, let's do this. And then some players are pissing me off. Like John Stones, I'm back. I backed him ever since he signed. Ah, I think he's min. I really like him, but even he's starting to piss me off now. Like the Zaha. I, I said I wouldn't talk about Palace, but this is the only thing I'm going to say. Right, this is the only thing I'm going to talk about, and. 2-1 up yeah with a few minutes to go we, we fuck it up and somehow Zaha ends up with a ball on the left hand side of our penalty area and John Stones is there what John Stones should have done is gone I'm not in the best of form right now yeah 
we're winning 2-1 there's only a few minutes to go and um, and the guy who's running at me is a very skillful and very technical player in Wilfried Zaha very fast he has the potential to get past me you know what he should have done he should have run outside the penalty area and cropped him and brought him down and took the book in and then said to the team right let's defend this free kick but what do you do he tried to do he tried to do some mad defending which you know he didn't do and they scored and that's poor decision making if that was company company would have gone out and snapped him and took took the yellow and then got back in the penalty area and say right that's that happened let's defend this free kick and we go again as a, as a team defending this free kick and that's what would have happened but John Stones too nicey nicey because he's a nice guy I mean has he ever told everyone to, you know you know, was it last year when Vincent Company told Mo Salah he's a pussy yeah John Stones wouldn't do that are you alright mate are you alright Mo <laughs> yeah Mo grab my hand like, and I don't want to slate players but John mate I've backed him I've backed him ever since he joined the club you know what I mean and yeah he started off so well um, he, he got a really good run and stuff but he's just he's just starting to annoy me now just a little bit not not major can I, can I just say right you know things are bad when John Stones is starting to annoy you that's how yeah. this is how you can judge things because Lewis has backed John Stones for, forever innit yeah, and he didn't even have a bad game he didn't have a bad game against Palace but you know what I mean it's crucial it's, it's, it's being switched on it's about playing the game you gotta you gotta know when to just fucking take someone out you know what I mean you just gotta know that as a, and he's 25 he's still young in terms of as a defender but you, you know he's been playing football now for over 15 you know, for, you know he's probably been playing since he's 8 you know what I mean and he doesn't know that he should just take someone out there you know what I mean he's just come on John John <laughs> needs to start being I'm sorry to say this he needs to start being a cunt too, he's too nice right now he's too nice you know what I mean he needs to start screaming at people he needs to start taking people out I want to see him clap. have you ever seen John Stones like proper go through, go, go through someone like snap him you've not have you you've never seen it no you've not there's no point in thinking about it because it's not happened <laughs> You know, but how many times have you seen Otamendi do it? And Otamendi's got his flaws, but you'll never see Otamendi fucking like getting proper bullied off anyone. He makes mistakes, but that's because he's a dope. But like he would have gone through Wilfred Zaha at the weekend. You know, Fernandinho probably would have gone through him. Laporte probably could have actually just defended it because he's class. But you know what I mean? It's just come on, John. He needs to become a twat. He needs to become someone that other teams hate. John, you got that Tom Pope buzzing. Because they like playing against him because he's nice. You know what I mean? Because he knows oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bully John bully Stones. Him, yeah, yeah. Whereas that's bad, mate. Yeah, it's bad. As a defender, you don't want to be bullied. You want to be the bully. You want yeah. to be the guy that everyone wants to avoid you. You want, you want the attacker to, before the match, think, I, I'm, re- I'm hating this already. You know what mm. I mean? I do not want to be going against John Stones today. Mm. That's well, what you want from him, but you don't you don't get that. And I agree, maybe he is a bit too nice and nice. He's too nice. He's too nice. He needs to become an horrible guy and yeah. just start going through people and being a bit more of a twat. You know what I mean? Be a bit more like a bit more old school <laughs> English sort of centre half. Like he's obviously this new generation where he's like, you know, sort of play on the ball. And that's obviously he's good and that's what we need, but maybe like we need a bit more like John Terry in him where he just kicks fuck out of everyone. As that's what I just think and I'm not having to go at John Stones it might sound like I am because I, I still back him and I still think he's good enough but you know for the, basically the last couple of months I've saying in the summer maybe we should be buying like a, a third choice centre half maybe a fourth choice but at the moment I'm thinking right maybe John Stones isn't that guy to partner Laporte I don't know because he's just I don't know he's just that's just but obviously that happened doubt started to creep in because Sterling's of- now become not very good 
because we ran him into the ground. So his form's dipped. You got David Silva, who's last year of his, his contract, who's obviously leaving in the summer. And that's sad enough on its own. But then even he's not having the best of seasons because obviously he's, he's, he's old now. He's old, you know what I mean? The only the only good news the only good news blues uh, this is this is this is the good news is that Sergio Aguero is is still banging goals in there. Mate, he's on right form. He's smashing life. If yeah. he wasn't in our team this year, I I think I, I think I'd fold, mate. I think <laughs> City, I'd be done. Bye. It'd just be done for a year. Closed temporarily, shut down in it. Until we sign someone good. Until yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until Mbappe twenty twenty. Mbappe twenty twenty. Yeah, it's just. But obviously everything, everything is just all mounted up at once. Like it's not mounted up at once, but it's all been building slowly, gradually, and it's got to the point now where I'm just like, I'm feeling this, you know. I'm feeling. I'm, I'm done. Th- this is kind of like I feel like this has been like a, a therapy session for you now so far. It has, it has, you know yeah. what I mean? It's been a pretty. For people that are listening and made it like 17 minutes into this podcast and you're thinking, fucking hell, this is depressing this week. Mm. It's just because Luis is having a, a bit of a heart-to-heart with you. You know yeah. what I mean? You should feel, you're should you on a real level with Luis right now. But yeah. I reckon most people would agree with what I'm saying. The only difference is that we obviously we have a lot of overseas listeners on this podcast. Probably, I think we have more overseas listeners than we do even in the UK. And obviously not everyone in the UK will go to the matches. And they might have, they might have a different opinion to me because... Yeah, I, I don't know. Obviously, if you're from America or whatever, you like the whole Euro 2020 thing. That that don't you, know, you don't care about that in it. But I just try and understand that there's like loads of stuff that's just happening right now in world is, football. Not not, not yeah, just, not which just, is just a bit it. shit, just a bit shit. And it's all mounted up and it's got to me, mate. It's got to me. It's stressing me out. So yeah, I might start sporting. Uh, I was gonna start saying I might start sporting Berry, but I can't do that anymore because I'm not even there. I know, rip. It's just it's it's just poor, mate. It's just poor. So I just basically what I want, I want to return to the olden days. But ca- wait, ca- can we? Yeah. Is is is, it, is the water poisoned? You know what I mean? Is, is nah, that, I don't no, know. I don't even know if that's a saying. It's but, no poison. Do, yeah. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Is, is it already too, is it already too late? Because like if you bring a VAR, if you take it away, then everyone's just gonna say, oh, we should have had a VAR. What annoys me about the VAR, right? And, and obviously we will move on, guys. Yeah, it? we talk we'll, about VAR too much, we'll, isn't it? But we'll, what I was saying about the VAR is. <laughs> I'd much pre- and and they have sort of done this last week. I'd much prefer it if they just come out and went. You know what, guys? We know it's shit, but we're just working on we're it. Working we're on trying it, yeah. to get the best. Be, be honest. Yeah, but the fact that they're like, oh yeah, it's it's working well. It's fucking. Um, they're they're, they're like, anything. it's brilliant. This ninety-seven like, nah. percent of decisions. Oh yeah, that that's nice. I've done ninety-seven, so it's just enough to say you know that there's a little bit of improvement, but mainly do what you're not you're not doing well. It's, where, it's, where did he get figures from? You know what I mean? He made them up, and it it's a fast. You he know de- what? You know what should happen, right? This is what should happen, right? Is this? They should just kill VAR off, <laughs> go back to how it was, and just say referees need to improve. Tried it, didn't work. Referees need to do better. Can I just mention one thing before we move on to the Sheffield game? Is I used to be a referee, right? And I will tell you this now, and this happens in the Premier League because I just know it does. As a referee, you turn up to get paid, to run about a bit and go home. You want the easy life. That's all you want. You want the easy life. You don't want a hard life. You don't want to turn up for 90 minutes being shouted at and stuff. So what you do is, subconsciously, you will make decisions to just make shit easier for yourself. (laughs) Crowd, please. Crap, please. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, that's what you'll do. So, and it's just what you do, mate. And I always say it, right? When City play like a proper crappy team, yeah? And um, and the, the, the referee will try and help the shit team a little bit. 
yeah because it's like you set your batter in them or something especially if it's away you'll always notice that like it, someone could make bare fouls and they'll never get booked and then City one player from City yeah, yeah. makes a foul you, you see this a lot it's because it? the referees try to help the other team and and referees do this and they're doing it with Liverpool a lot mate because they, Liverpool obviously their ground's tight you know what I mean whereas at our stadium the fans are miles away from the pitch so there's no real atmosphere there's no like you know what I mean there's not real any sort of like in your face in kind your of face thing. sort yeah. of thing so referees can stroll around the pitch do what they want at Anfield it's different mate and I do feel that referees this year are giving Liverpool a lot of decisions which are just questionable and it's probably because you know they get up in the faces they've got a lot of English players in their team um, who you know are, are twats um, <laughs> and getting referees faces and we don't really do that to be honest not not anymore um, so I don't know where I'm going this I'm basically just saying the league's bent how can the FA guy or the Premier League guy Richard Scudamore come out after that after that year and say we we basically don't want City to do this ever again? You can't, yeah, you can't say that. Basically, what I demand, I demand when Liverpool officially win the league by twenty five points, I demand that the Premier League release a statement and say we don't want this to happen again. Yeah, because because they did it against City. They did it when City did it. I demand, I demand that they do that. <laughs> But anyway you demand it that's the end of Lewis's rant <coughs> let's move on to Sheffield which is a really good performance really good that really brightened my day up that actually yesterday you know I think I think we're, we're pretty decent I mean for, for something that was only a 1-0 it was decent it was kind of like when you're going to Sheffield a team that's got a better defensive record than us that's, that's mad isn't it it's crazy isn't it you know mm. what I mean and, and so they're obviously really good defensively mm. and it, it's not like I didn't think like it was like they're they're a dirty team. Like I know I'm praising Sheffield here. I, I didn't think they're like a dirty team kind of thing. Mm. I just kind of thought like they were quality. They seemed really tight. They had a game plan, and for the most part, it worked. Mm. Um, obviously, we got the goal. Got the goal. The goal could have had some more, but uh, they limited us to our chances. Mm. Definitely. Mm. I thought I thought it was a decent what? game. I thought it was an old school match where it's like. Uh, Sheffield United were kicking fuck out of us yeah. um, which they were you know what I mean that, that tackle on fucking Laporte, Laporte Van oh, Bezic wow. bro I almost got in my car drove up to Sheffield myself mate because I was fuming that, that mate if Laporte would have got injured off that Pep would have gone sick like I think I think legit like shit would have gone down I, I, when I seen it I, I was like right this is a bad tackle and when you see him tackle. when you see him rolling about I was like the thing is about the tackle as well <laughs> is that look at the tackle Look at the slide tackle. Look where the ball is. What was he intending to do, even if he got the ball? Because the way he tackled, the ball would have gone away from him and towards Edison anyway. So, it was, for me, it was... For me, I think it was a red card, personally. I, I, I said red card when I first Because when that. you look at it, and you think, yeah, it's a bad tackle, but then you've got to look at the context and say, when you make a tackle, it's to get the ball. But he was never going to get the ball because the way he tackled, the ball was going to go away from him towards Edison. So for me, he knew for a fact that he was going to leave one on a, on the porte, and he fucking tried to take him out. And for me, that should have been a red. Uh, but other than that, I thought we battled well. Um, it was never going to be an easy game, and to be honest, you know what I mean. Even if we would have, if we would have drawn it, I wouldn't have been surprised. I even lost it somewhere like that. But I was I was I was happy that we battled in there. What I would say is I'd prefer. 
Um, him not to be dropping Mares when Mares is in form, that's something yeah, that I'd, I'd yeah. prefer. And I'd also prefer Bernardo to play in that deep centre mid role rather than KDB. Only yeah. so I thought KDB played all right, but KDB's so much better when he's further up the pitch. You need to utilise him more. Yeah, so I would, I would have preferred that. But obviously we got the win, so what can you say? Um, Serge, yeah. Serge coming in without... He's tapping, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly, mate. He's just uh, he's just lethal at the moment. What's that? Six in five, six in three? Is it six is in it? three? Something like that. Something stupid. Yeah. yeah. K- um, that ball from KDB, another assist. Oh, and Vardy's got a hamstring injury, so he's he's, he's up there now for top goal scorer. Is Vardy top? Vardy's top. Yeah. Um, let me get it up. Premier League top goal scorers. Here we go. Right. So the 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 thing is right now Vardy. Hey, you know what I mean? This is pissing me off as well. Like, <laughs> what? Why? Why are you doing this to me? B- uh, BBC, <coughs> British broadcast cunts. Uh, right. So basically, Jimmy Vardy's on seventeen, but now he's now injured with a hamstring. So that's four, four to six weeks. Sergio's second on sixteen. Marcus Rashford is next on fourteen, but he's now injured for three months. And then you got Danny Ings and P and Tammy. So yeah, he's, he's in his he's in his hands, mate. Come on, Serge. Oh mate, he's dirty. Sergio Aguero, sixty nine minutes per goal. Man, that is a joke, mate. That's an absolute farce. No one's even below hundred minutes on here. Not one player on here below hundred minutes other than him. That's disgusting. You know what's mad, right? Do you know since hang on, since 2011-12 season. Mm. I don't know if that is the year that we signed him or not. I'm not sure when we signed him. I think that could have been it, possibly. 11-12? Yeah. Yeah. So, since the 2011-12 season, he's been our top goal scorer every year. Yeah. There's yeah. been two years where he's joint top with Tevez. That's but much. other than that, he's been our top goal scorer every single year. That's insane, isn't it? He's a joker, mate. He's an actual joker in this. Look, look at that, bro. You know what as well is dirty about that, right? Jamie Vardy's on 17. He's played 1,933 minutes, Yeah. Sergio Aguero's one goal behind and has played 1,111 minutes. Marcus Rashford, 1,881. He's only got 14. Danny Ings, 1,647. P, 1,945. Like, these guys have played like 50% more minutes and he's second. He's a joker, mate. He's, a, he's an absolute farce of a player. Like, how, how can you be that good? I don't understand it. How can you be uh, that good? And we're saying this and he's coming to the end of his career. I know. How it's, can we say this? How is this possible? What is happening? It's dirty. Right, well, what we'll do now, what we'll do, because we got we had we spoke to Cap before, didn't we? Um, and I'm pretty sure we spoke about the surge situation. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if we spelled back in detail, but we'll we'll leave it here now. We'll play the tape of, <laughs> uh, of us speaking to Cap before, and uh, I'm sure at some point in that we speak to... Yeah, we do. We spoke, we speak about Aguero. Right, roll the tape. Yes, yes. So we've got now Caps back on. Cat, you're calling a regular on this podcast, mate. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. Very good, thanks. How are you? Well, I'm ill, as we already know. But, uh, Jordan, you all right? I'm actually not ill for the first time in weeks. Mm, Roll reverse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, roll reverse. It's nice to be on the other side of the table. Yeah, I got I got that I got a major, major, major flu. Not 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 good. So I didn't even go to the game on Saturday, and obviously, so that was a bit shit. I had to watch it on a, on a stream. See, I didn't go to the game on Saturday either. That's poor performance from me and you. Mm. I mean, more so on my end, didn't it? But yeah. I, I, I didn't go because I was busy building Potty 2.0. Oh, Potty 2.0. 
which is coming soon in like two weeks. Yeah, it's coming soon. Oh, exciting. Mm, mm. Cap, you've been on this show, this show so many times recently, innit? You may as well be in Poly 2.0. I rent out the room to well, you, you can live in there. <laughs> maybe a little kennel or something, I'll, I'll stay in there on the podcast days. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to fucking put it on a, what's that thing called? The, where you Airbnb. I'm going to put it on there, innit? Just let, <laughs> let people come rent it out. Yeah. That's a good idea, that. That's a good idea. Uh, right, okay, so what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about something, something slightly different on, on the pod as we've already gone through. Uh, we're going to talk about sort of gonna go basically through what what is a, a good season for city what is an acceptable season for city maybe what should fans um obviously you know we're gonna get cat's opinion on his his personal opinion on what should be the minimum that we should expect of of say trophies wise performances wise throughout a season because obviously we've come from come from obviously a totally different background in the sense that we used to be rubbish um, and and it's, it's, it's different, obviously. Different fans have different opinions, so it'd be, be interesting to see what what, what everyone says. Um, so let's go through it because obviously, cap league's done now, and it was league done been for a while. Um, yeah, but just every, every week, but... every week it's just it gets even more and more done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, nail in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, every week for the last five weeks, so oh, that's another nail in the coffin. Can I just say how many times are like Sky Sports and shit gonna say? That's surely the league over, Manchester City. It's like, mate, it was over fucking like five weeks ago. Yeah, Probably yeah. more than that. Well, like, you know this season when we won, uh, got 100 points, obviously we beat United at Old Trafford and that gave us like an 11-point lead. And Was that back in September or October or something? Mm. This is very much turning into that kind of season again where Liverpool had, had, it, had it pretty much wrapped up after we drew against Newcastle, which was, I think it was a similar time of year. And mm. for me, that's when it was done that weekend. Then they had about an eleven-point lead, then didn't they? And then, so yeah, like every time the Sky commentators, the BT commentators, keep saying, "Oh, is it? You know, are they one step closer to the title?" I think realistically, it was, the title was done then because if a team hasn't dropped any points or dropped only two points in the first half of the season, it's very unlikely they're going to drop too many more in the second half, if mm. any at all. And the way they're playing at the minute, it doesn't look like they're going to drop to anybody. So yeah. The league was on a long time ago. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. Right, so take us through it, Cap. So, beginning of the season, what should, what, 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 what do you think? In fact, no, let's do it slightly differently. Right, league's done. What, what can the city win or do this year to make you happy and satisfied with the season? I would honestly be happy with second place and a trophy. A trophy? Does it, does it yeah, have to be a specific trophy? trophy or can it be a, yeah, no, a, a any trophy? trophy? If we get, get to Wembley win a cup, I'll be pretty happy with that, that second place, yeah. Anything else would be a bonus, to be honest. Mm. Okay, interesting. Because for me, I'd say, yeah. obviously, for me, I don't really care if we finish second or fourth because there's no difference nowadays. It would obviously, it, it, we are probably going to finish second. Though. But um, I'd like both domestic cups because I think I think we can do that. And I want a good shot at the Champions League. And what I want in the Champions League is just just for Pep to play our best team, mate. Just play our best team, our informed team. You know, like when we played Tottenham a few years ago, and we went to was it last year actually? And we was it last, last year? year. Yeah, we went we went there last year. Went went to um, that's the new the new stadium, didn't we? And it was fucking. He played Delph, who was out of form. He played Mares, who was out of form. It was just like. Just go there and uh, and just play our best team. You know what I mean? Just play because if we get beat, I'm not asked about getting beat, but I was a little bit frustrated in that Tottenham game because you know w- w- 
he, he kind of like screwed us with that team in my opinion and obviously he changed the system for yeah, that one just, game just yeah. play the best team and if we get beat I'll be like and we play well you know what I mean it's a good performance I'll be like yeah you know what better team won but I just don't want to be going out thinking uh, it kind of fucked us you know what I mean I want to have a good crack you know we've only been in the semi-finals once in the, in since since ever yeah. it, was, it wasn't even pet. It's, it's, it's really, it should, we should have been doing a lot better than once, once semi-final. Yeah, that's poor, mate. Up. That's poor. See, I, I, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm with you on this, Lewis. Oh. I, I agree. I, I think, for me, a successful season this year for City, obviously with the title done, I'd like to see us obviously win both domestic cups, but I, I'd probably take one. Um, but I want a good shot at the Champions League. I don't. I, I want. Was, I want to be like. Comfort, like happy with our performances in the Champions League this year. I want to see us go far. I, 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 I'm sick of this like whole thing saying like we're still not good enough in Europe. We're still not good enough in Europe. I'd love for us to show this season why we are good enough in Europe. Good, shouldn't we by now? I mean, if you look at the players we've got, the squad we've got. We should should be good enough. I mean, last season it was such fine margins that knocked us out. Mm. And that's what it is in a cup position. But I think so I think I might I'll change my I'll change my mind. I think yeah, two cups. I think. Carabao Cup we should definitely win that if we get in the final um, FA Cup if we beat Fulham then we're through to is it the fifth round yeah I think um, so yeah. yeah so realistically FA Cup is attainable as well um, and I think like you said if we get a good a good run in the Champions League and just put, a, put in a good display and then if we get knocked out we get knocked out but if we go out fighting and trying then we can't complain too much I mean imagine we win the Champions League and the both domestic Cups Another treble, mm, yeah. That one, back to back treble. I mean, for me, winning the Champions League <laughs> is. I mean, this is this is this isn't the same topic, but winning the Champions League is the only thing that we can do to sort of, um, you know, help what's what's going to happen when Liverpool lift yeah. the Premier League trophy yeah. because yeah, it's the so, only yeah. medicine in it. It's yeah. the only medicine because we could win both cups, both both FA Cup and Carabao Cup. I mean, I suppose that would be decent, but it doesn't doesn't stop them from going. Like from buzzing and, and getting in our faces, you know what I mean. The only way that we can take them off the television is by City winning the Champions League. That's the only way. Yeah, and I think I don't think even that'll do it, you know, because what what will happen is their their title win will become bigger than our Champions League win. Even though last season their Champions League win was bigger than our title win, I think whatever they do, the media are going to show it as being more important, mm. especially the break all our records as well. Mm. So. I think it would be. I'd be absolutely over the moon if we won the Champions League. I think it'd just be an incredible season if we did because it is a hard competition to win. Um, but it'd be a massive bonus for me winning that. I don't really expect us to. I'd like us to, but if we don't win it, I'm not going to be gutted. But that would yeah. be just be um, yeah, nice bonus. But yeah, we should definitely win the League Cup. Hopefully, FA Cup as well. Champions League will just be uh, the icing on the cake. Mm, that that'll be. To be fair, if we did if we did the the treble there, that'd be a classic. That'd be that would be. Would it, would it be? Could I ask a question? Would that be if we won both domestic cups and the Champions League? Is that a better unfinished second? Is that a better season than last year? No, because I always no. say the league Prem, yeah. the league is your, your indicator of how good a side you are. So that's consistency over season. Cups, anything can happen, and with a bit of luck, you can win it. Not them, no, not that they aren't great competitions to win. But I just think the, the league is a better barometer of where you are as a team, how consistent you are, and how well you've performed over a longer period. So for me, it'll always be a league title. But it come a very, very close second, mm. and not much would be. I mean, what do you think? Well, it depends because straight away we've got to beat Real Madrid to get anywhere. 
you know what I mean and then yeah. and if we go if we if we get to the final and win the competition beating class teams say, say we get PSG and we get Barcelona and we, we somehow beat them all then you Imagine. know it's not like it's not like yeah. you fluked it you know like England in, in the Euros uh, or in the World Cup fluked their way to the semi-final yeah. like yeah. you could argue that yeah that was poor like, we managed to fluke our way to semis but if we, if we get to the final by like, playing big teams and beating them all then I'd be like wow that's some achievement that yeah because you're beating the best in the world beating the best in the world isn't it but yeah I mean I suppose that that's just your view on whether or not you rate Champions League more than the Premier League I, I don't I don't personally but obviously Liverpool are about to win the Premier so I'm just changing my mind isn't it just, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. just for this one yeah, year it's like, yeah, Premier League yeah. shit mate you never liked it rate the Champions League very highly but I just think the league has got to be for me it's always about the league and then mm. everything after but Champions League is obviously second Second best. I mean, a lot of a lot of fans who think the Champions League is just the the pinnacle. But for me, with it being a cup, it isn't quite. Um, but if if as you'd said, if we do beat all these historically big teams on the way, and like you said, all the big teams, you know, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, those kind of sides, then yeah, it'd be a pretty um, pretty historic achievement, wouldn't it? Mm. Cap, if we get through against Real Madrid, who do you want mm. in the next round after that? Would you would you want another big team? Would you like Lewis team? Would you want to just keep coming against these like mega teams like Barca and stuff? Or would you, you know, I mean, you played Real Madrid, accept a little cheeky, fun. easy one. I think the big teams get the fans get more excited, get gets the atmosphere going more. I'm sure the Real Madrid game will have a have a good atmosphere because rather than playing some team you're expecting to be people not turning up or people just it's a bit quiet when it's a big game and a lot's on the line Getty had to normally bounce in yeah. as has been over the year and I think the players will be more up for it and I think you want to you want to test yourself against the best sides don't you and these like, these matches are exciting I mean, if we got say we've drawn a team like Schalke in this round of 16 right, it's probably easy to get through but it's not as mouthwatering as playing Real Madrid and just that prospect of facing one of the Europe, top sides in Europe and if you know what it would feel like to beat them and get through It'd be massive, and I think the confidence that could give us going into the rest of the tournament would be huge. Mm. And then it'd be a case of well, we don't fear anybody. Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. What about if we don't win any trophies? What happens then? then? I'll be disappointed if, I win a, if you don't win a single cup. Then I'll be pretty disappointed considering we've through to semi-finals of the Carabao Cup. Uh, we've got one foot in the final now, and um, I think this team should be winning some silverware every season at least. That's a, that's got to be minimum. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What happens then? Because the oh, sorry. Yeah, what, what I was going to say is because obviously before before we started the pod, we we said that we'd come on to why do we tend to do bad after we win the win the champ uh, win the Premier League. So, sort of moving on to that slightly, what do we do in the summer if we don't win anything? Or, and you could say even if we do win, because obviously the manager's not under any pressure. I mean, sometimes the the the, the people on telly and the newspapers try and make it out like he's under pressure, but. There's no city fan in the world that, you know, put, puts Pep under any pressure. So what do we do, player-wise, transfer-wise? Does the squad need an overhaul? What are we doing wrong after Premier League wins? Um, to, that, that we just, you, I mean, last year was an exception that you know we went and won it again. But you know, we've, the other times we've, we've been very poor after we've won the Prem. So what do we need to do differently? We need to make sure that we, we address the, the imbalances and the holes in the squad that are going to be there and are there. So left-back, centre-back for me, uh, probably a forward um, and a winger. Because if Sane, well, Sane, it looks like Sane's going. We lost Vinny last summer. Could We can't have another injury to a defender next year. 
I think left back's still still an issue because with Mendy's not sure about his long term fitness and you know how I'm, I'm still hearing a few doubts about his attitude and off the pitch. So I think that's an area really to fill. And then just another striker because Serge could be Sergio's last season. I've heard rumours today he's willing to extend his contract, which would be great news. But we do need to start looking at that position. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, Gabriel Jesus is someone for me that. I keep feeling, I keep, I don't know, I feel indifferent about because sometimes I think he's the answer. Then I watch other games and he's just, um, his finishing's off and he's not doing much. And I'm thinking, I'm having my doubts. So I'm never 100% about him. I'm not still not sure whether he is the answer to if he's, you know, if he's the heir to Aguero's throne. Mm. I don't know what you guys think. Who, who, who is in your eyes? Who do you, who do you think could, could be the, the man to replace him? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, don't you? Mbappe. Mbappe 2020. Probably Mbappe. I, th- I quite like that lad at Inter Milan, Martinez, Lautaro Martinez. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's But then he's not had that many seasons in the top flight, so he could be a bit of a gamble. And looking at like 80, 90 million for him, but he's very highly rated. Um, I've watched him a couple of times. He's got good pace, good movement, can finish, uses and with his head on his feet. He's quite young as well. I think he's been linked with us as well. But going back to the previous previous summers, after, after every time we won a league title, after Mancini won it the first time that summer we bought we bought that, is it, that Spanish midfielder do you remember his name? Garcia Javi, some, Javi Garcia Javi Garcia yeah I think that was was it him? that was all we did I don't think we did much more business than that yeah because we got rid of De Jong and got Garcia in which was a very very strange strange one that why did, did we get rid of Jack De Jong? Well, well. we sold him to AC Milan didn't no we? Idea. It, was, it was terrible transfer business yeah we sold Nigel De Jong to AC Milan I think and we got in. Do we get Scott Sinclair, and yeah. Jack Rodwell, and Javi Garcia? Yeah. That's mad. Did we get? Is that the same year we got Mike on? Oh yeah, that um, sounds about right. Yeah, Pellegrini. Sound, it was just such, right. just such an underwhelming transfer window when you knew that you know you needed to you needed to strengthen because United were going to and they they were going to. The problem is as soon as you won a league title, it forces the teams around you to then look at their squads and reassess. And, and then strengthen you know if United did by Van Persie mm. so um, just thought go on do, do you think that not strengthening has cost us the title this year in the in, I do. yeah I think yeah. because well obviously we've lost we've lost um, Laporte for a massive chunk of the season didn't really solve the left back problem left back has been an issue I know Mendy's found a bit of form now but it was an issue early in the season it's still a bit of a problem so centre back and left back have problems <laughs> Um, I mean, and then obviously we didn't we lost Sane so we lost that problem with, with not having Sane is you're relying too much on people like Sterling and Bernardo and Mares, yeah. and then you can't rest them running them to the ground look at Sterling the guy's dying like he's played so much football it's unreal yeah. how much football when uh, when Sane comes back which is obviously nearly back I'd literally say to Sterling mate go and have a week off go and have a week off because he's played pretty much every game because he's the only player really who can play on the left because Bernardo Silva can't play on the left, Maris can't play on the left. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's, he's he's played Jesus a few times on the left, but he's pretty much the only player. But he played pretty much every single game on the left hand side. And you know what? Funny enough, had uh, Brahim Diaz still been here, I would have had plenty of football. Yeah. He would actually would have had pl- plenty of football. Yeah, because Real Madrid probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's not getting any he's game not time. Playing, aren't, they, aren't they trying to get rid of him? 
Yeah, I'm sure it's yeah. amazing. But yeah, we, honestly, Sterling's been running to the ground, and there's no surprise that his form has now dipped because he's been he's been absolutely hammered, hasn't he? He's been hammered, and you know it's not Pep's fault because literally he's pretty much the only player who can play there. But he has been hammered, and when Sani comes back. Obviously, we need to give Sterling a rest, mate, and just say, you want to have a week somewhere, bro, because you played so much football. Um, going back to your question, Jordan, on the transfers, yes, I, I, I've said it for a while, the decision to not replace Vincent Company was criminal. He was the, He's the best centre-half the Premier League has seen for the last 10 years. He's our club captain, a leader on the pitch, leader off the pitch... He's a, he's a class footballer yeah, and we didn't replace him and who did we have coming in we had Otamendi who's always been could be class could be shit like there's no middle ground with Otamendi like he's like yesterday I thought he was really good against Sheffield yeah, United it's like you don't know what you're getting with him innit? I thought he was decent I thought he was good I thought he battled well you know didn't really that, that was a game that suited him being a physical game and also don't forget you had Laporte there Laporte did a lot of organising which you missed him there's just times when he's he's telling people to back away because he's seen the ball yeah. he let the ball go out yeah, yeah. we've lacked that leadership on the pitch the, the guy telling people what to do moving people about and that's obviously helped out of Mendy but then I still saw some clips today of him rushing in there's a couple of times when Sheffield United had a few chances on goal and it's all from because you know when the ball's around just outside the 18 yard box yeah. Mendy will break forward and try and take the ball off the midfielder yeah. more often than not he won't get it ball goes in behind him he's left a massive hole there there's a couple of occasions yesterday where they did have chances because mm. he just coming in out as usual doesn't get the ball leaves a big space so even despite him having a good game yesterday there were still issues there which against better teams could be a problem mm, yeah but, but, but from the club's point of view before the summer not everyone knew that Armendi is prone to a mistake or two and then you've got Fernandinho, who nobody knew at the beginning of the season how it was going to go with Fernandinho. And for the most part, I think he's been been pretty decent. But you've got to, you've got to remember that for pretty much all season, he's been playing next to a very poor Otamendi or a very poor John Stones this season due to form. So he's been made to look very good. I'm not, not saying he's not had a good season. I think he has a good season. He's stepped in and, and he's done really well for us. But I'm saying it's not hard to look good next to to two players who've not been good this season I just think that decision from the club whoever made it was very 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 poor like I can't I can't believe I can't believe it that, not, that we didn't replace Gumbner I think it was criminal I think the club the board or the you know the yeah the board or the sporting director I think they almost take Pep for granted and because he's managed to play players out of position and still do well like with the left back position I think they almost assume that if they don't get the transfer Pep will sort it out and it's worth to some extent, but last summer we did the same where we just signed Mares. Still managed to win a league title because of you know this, we've got a great squad of players, and that was despite Kevin De Bruyne being missing. But I think sometimes the board just look at Pep and just think, oh, well, if you don't get this guy, Pep will sort it out. Mm. But then it gets to a point where you can't keep putting square pegs in round holes. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. And also, don't forget you you're facing Liverpool it's going, to, it was going to go down as one of the greatest Premier League sides as well because the points they're accumulating is just it's ridiculous isn't it mm. oh yeah they, they're, they're going to they're going to but you know what you're saying there about letting Pep sigh out if we don't get the right chance right, he's, he's obviously coming to the end of his time at City yeah? whether it be this year next year whatever right? obviously he said he's not leaving next year but you, you know he's clearly coming to the end at some point so would it not be good to just give him the full tools and just say you know what instead of like making you play Delph at left back or Zinchenko at left back who's not a left back and making you play Fernandinho at centre half they say get the checkbook out 
you tell us what you want and we'll give you one year and because obviously you want to leave after that or whatever and you just give it your best shot and every single player in that squad is someone that you want just give him the tools that he needs instead of like yeah that's Great, no, I mean, let, let him focus on the training rather than, oh, who can play left back who's not a left back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I did stress, Maybe didn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's why they've been, they've been shackled a bit, um, you know, with the whole investigation that was going on and obviously mm. now it looks like we're going to be cleared but maybe that played a lot a big part of it as to why we didn't spend the money and maybe that's why this summer we're going to go for it mate absolute scenes when when it all comes out that nothing happened it's all clear with FFP and the next day we put in a bid for Mbappe 200 mil <laughs> yeah 250 million Mbappe yeah. 2020 yeah. 2021 mm. <laughs> yeah and I also think, I think sorry go on mate no, no, gone. I was just going to say before, because you said Serge is open to a contract extension. As good as he is... That, that, was, in the, that was in the sun, by the way, so take it with a pinch of salt. Right, well, it's probably not true, but true. I'll just say this. I'll just say this. I don't want that to happen, right? I don't want that to happen for the simple reason I want him to go out on a high, right? I want him to go out on a high, not really like <coughs> David Silva's doing this year, because David Silva this year isn't that influential, um, you know he's, he's obviously tiring due to his age and I, I don't want I want Serge Serge ain't going to stay till 10 years is he what's, what's next year's 8th year so he's not going to sign another 2 year contract is he you know what I mean so what's the point I think it'd be a one year extension I think it'd be a one year extension and every 12 months they'd look at it like they've done with Mandino yeah I don't I, I don't want that because what I want is uh, this is what I want I want Serge to go out after a really good season yeah which obviously hopefully will be next year and hopefully win the Prem and then us go and get the next big dog and what I would say on that timing wise if you're looking at worldies Mbappe 2020 Mbappe's got two years left on his contract if he doesn't sign a new deal then next year at the end of his obviously at the end of Serge's where Serge goes you've then got Sergio's wage budget and Mbappé will have one year left on his contract and you, you, you're in a pretty decent negotiation there aren't you you say you know, he's got one year left on his contract PSG what are you doing you don't want to sign a new deal and you've also got Sergio's wage budget I just don't want us to be in that situation where we're playing with a 33 year old striker yeah yeah just that's not I don't really want that to happen you know what I mean I mean I don't know I might be wrong he might, he might stay and smash it and you know I probably would back him to do I, that but I still think he's got two seasons left in him I I'm reckon a, I'm in it definitely two more because he, listen he's not relying on his pace anyway he's, his game is developed now. he's lost the yard of pace but he's changed his game anyway so he doesn't really need his pace and he's still scoring the goals I, I think if he can stay fit he's got two more seasons left definitely yeah, yeah. I mean to be fair you probably you probably are right but I, I just I don't know I think if, if someone like Mbappe is available you've got to just fucking go and get him because he's going to be Ballon d'Or winner he will win the Ballon d'Or one day if you want easy cash Paddy Power or someone like that put the cash down and Mbappe to win Ballon d'Or because <laughs> he'll win it he will the guy's the best footballer in the world in my opinion maybe but, you should put a poll out later right? if the poll could be Sergio to go at the end of his contract but we get Mbappe or Sergio to sign an extension see what people think mm, mm, that's true that. that's true because the only reason I say it is right, you probably got that one year that one year to, to, to sign Mbappe because after that he's either going to go somewhere else or PSG going to lay down the cash to keep him and I just think why, why miss out on this guy bro because he's going to be class have you seen him play he's a joker mate do you see that one the he's other already, week where the guy played the ball across the box and he like did that what's it called Rabona 
where like you, you you sort of like do some weird flick, and it's just the guy's just a joke. He's just a joke, and he can come and uh, join the French contingent at sea, innit? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. That's just my thoughts, anyway. Might, might, I might be chatting shit in it. Just say I thoughts. But the, the problem is as well, Cat. With you saying about <laughs> Jesus and whether or not he's ready to to like take over. This is a major issue, right? The guy's only twenty two, and you got to think in in the sense that if you're a main striker at a top top football club these days, you're not you're not young. You look at Barcelona, you look at Real Madrid, yeah. You look at the Bayern Munich. These these main clubs. You look at um, Juventus. You look at the main clubs, the top top dogs who are winning Champions Leagues. The main strikers are not young. They're like 25, 26, 27. Maybe even like Lewandowski's in his thirties. So Ronaldo, Ronaldo's in his thirties. Yeah. You basically got to say Jesus isn't, shouldn't be based on other clubs and how they do it. Shouldn't even be a contender for main striker at City for another six years. But then you're on about bringing in a striker yeah. younger than him, or same age. Yeah, yeah, but there are some exceptions <laughs> to the rule, Cap. And Mbappe, <laughs> Mbappe is an exception to the rule. Let me tell you that now because he's class, mate. Class, <laughs> honestly. He's, he's, he's unreal I keep on talking about it but no I do like Jesus I do like Jesus I think he's good I think he's got potential there are a few things that piss me off like that penalty yesterday right I was, I was watching why that, that. That, that sort of that but why does he do that thing where he stutters hate that it's just Matt, do you know what they did on, on the TV they brought up before, he took, before they took the penalty they brought up the goal and they brought up all his previous penalties and he's actually got a decent record at it. I think he's only missed one um, but all the penalties. You know, his Premier League record is pretty poor, though. He's taken five and scored two. Oh, this is it? the worst record in Premier League Ma- history, apparently. Oh, maybe I've played taken five or more penalties. Oh, fucking hell. Maybe. Nice, yours was the last, like. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sure. Maybe, no, maybe I just did it the wrong way around. I didn't think he had a decent record, actually. It's really bad. Anyway, well, that, that explains it then, because I was looking at it and I was looking at it thinking the balls, where the balls were on the net, are in poor areas. Like. They were just perfect height. You've got to put it... I just don't get it, mate. It's, it's, someone's got to have a word with him and just say, these penalties that you're taking are rubbish. Let me show you how to take a penalty. Edison. It's just mad. It's mad. 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 Any any, any further comments, Cap? Uh, no, I just think we need to make sure... We, make, we need to make sure we get this summer transfer window right. Uh, obviously, David <laughs> Silva's going to go. Uh, lost company. We just need to make sure we fill those holes and fill them with class players. Mm. So... Yeah, it's a big, big window ahead of us because Liverpool. Are, I can't see Liverpool dropping off much next season. So, for us to sort of stay with them is going to take, yeah, take quite a big, big effort, and we need to make sure we get the squad right. Mm, I, agree. I, agree, I agree. That's that's a bit. Got to get the checkbook out, haven't yeah. we? So is it, yeah, like return to. Hopefully, hopefully, FFP will be dead in the water by then as well. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we basically then, need to return to two thousand nine Man City. Like, I don't like this Man City anymore. Like, <laughs> spending on the week on Adi Bayor. Yeah, trying to get Kaka on fucking what was it five hundred grand a week? <laughs> yeah. I like them days. Yeah, them days were fun, weren't they? Exciting them days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we right. were excited days. <coughs> cool. Thank you very much, Cap. Good comments as always. Um, I Cheers, will speak yeah. to you. Very soon. That's sick, that. Yeah, man. Buzzing to have Cap on again. Yeah. Always good to have fellow City AI contributors on the podcast. DM us, innit? Let us know if you like him or not. If yeah. not, then we won't come on again. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to dislike him too, just send us a message saying dislike Cap <laughs> and we'll bid him off. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll evict him from Body 2.0 seeing as I've moved him in, in, that, yeah. in that segment. We, we did have other people to come on, but this ain't our fault. Everyone's bailed. 
Christian Bale did in it. People, yeah, people got off in it, saying they're ill and that. Like I'm ill, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Why, 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 why do this? Rascal Rico is number one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The culprit, Canadian Mark. He said that as well, and there's a few other guys who sort of like didn't respond in it, but. Still though, was it, I it's think it's good. been a pretty, we, we, pretty we good get, pod, isn't it? Yeah, we can get people on in like in the future. Yeah, I mean that's that's the best thing about doing it. Isn't it? It's always next week. Always next week, and it's it? always next week. And think about it: the more weeks that go by, the closer we are to the next season where we can win the league again. Mm, that's true. That. That's true. And as the weeks go by, we're we're moving in. But the close the closer as the week <laughs> go by, the closer we get to Liverpool lifting the trophy. Don't think about it like that, bro. Think about it as the and they're season will be over. Everything. Basic. I, you know what's interesting though is I said at the beginning of the season, I said it, and I'll find the clip. Nobody will beat Liverpool in the Premier League this year, Barca. Yeah, I, me- I actually remember having that conversation. I, I said it. I remember saying it, and and I, I still believe it's true. No one can beat Liverpool other than us. When do we play them? I don't know. I don't know. But it's that same. Eight. Oh, I have seen as well. That they could win the league at us. Uh, I've I seen that. Yeah, they could if that happens, game. nah. I might sell my tickets to some Liverpool fans, isn't it? Imagine how much money we could get. Ooh, Ooh, big P. How much could we get that time when we played United the first year? Do you it, know, two thousand twelve. It was like a grand, wasn't it? A grand each. Yeah. I wonder if anyone did that. People must have done that because. Here's a question for you guys: When uh, we when City won the league the first year on like the ninety three twelve. When remember when City played United and the one 0 win, yeah, we won company one header, company header. Um, it was obviously a few weeks. It was like a third to the last game. We had to win it. City fans were being offered one thousand pounds per ticket to like, like you know, season ticket holders to like give their ticket to someone who wanted to pay a thousand pound. Obviously, we didn't do it. We wanted to be there, but would you have done it? And that's what I'm thinking. Think about Cause, it because that is that is a lot of money in it. Oh, that's fucking shit loads of money. That game is the most watched game in history, isn't it? In Premier League history, is it? I'm sure it is. I'm sure it had like four point something billion people watching it. Jesus, yeah, but that's that is a, that is a madness. I mean, Liverpool fans, mate. There's a lot of them as well, and they seem to have a lot of cash. I mean, people people might say that's weird, but they, they do seem to have a lot of cash because they do, you know, they, they, some of them fly over from like different countries and that. You know what I mean? Like week week in week out. You know what I mean? So they must have a lot of cash. Like that. Like, I, the only reason I'm saying it, guys, is because I can't deal with it. But would you do it? Would you do it if you had a season? Uh, you had a ticket for this game, season ticket, or you just bought a ticket on its own? And a Liverpool fan, and and Liverpool could win win the league at your ground, and and a Liverpool fan offered you a thousand pounds for this season, yeah, for the for the for the ticket yeah. for that game. Would you do it? That's something that you need to consider, think about, because it's, you know what I mean. It's just interesting. Would you though. take it? Would I take it? Yeah. If a Liverpool fan off. If a Liverpool fan offered me a thousand pounds for my ticket for that game, just yeah. that one game, yeah. would I take it? Dunno. I'd be very interested. I'd be very interested. But could I do that to my fellow blues in it? Could I do that to the guy who sits next to us? Could I be like, oh yeah, I sold you out, mate. And I'm sorry you had a Yeah, but well, mate, we'd get there and he'd have sold us out, innit? Yeah, that's true that. Yeah, because yeah, in fact he already has done, isn't it? We I was sat next to two Sheffield United fans every week. Oh yeah, and we played true. him at home in December. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Guy's been selling his tickets bare onto you, isn't it? That is true. Mm. Can I just I can confirm that it was most watched Premier League game in history, four point mm. oh four million, not billion. Mm, Madness. But yeah, that's that's something to leave you with. <laughs> would you would you do it on that thousand pound? I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll let you know when it comes closer to the time, innit? But yeah, I'll let you know when when uh, when the offers come in. <coughs> 
Any other further further um, information that the uh, the listeners know, Bray? Uh, nothing. It's our fiftieth episode, so thanks for listening to half a is it century, century hundred. Ah, is it not? What is it? What is what? Is it century hundred? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So this is half a century, then, isn't it? Half a century of the city. Yeah. We're on fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> meltdown, man. Yeah, you know how it was, bro. Because I think about the twenty k plays. In my head, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, how 20, have we done this? Twenty times two is forty, not one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, yeah. Yes, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'll be back next week. Yeah, see you in a bit. Peace.